this then. Alright, what's up everybody? Um, Garrett, the Trash Man Larson, welcome to Homegrown Hustlers. You know what it is, got my uh, got my co-host here, Dallin Smith, what's going on man? No, I'm much, dude, I love when you introduce yourself like that, it just makes my day. Dude, I've got to start answering the phone like that, you're so right, instead of hello, this is Garrett, I just need to be like, Garrett the Trash Man. Yep, that just, it sounds be, so... It'll be money. Yeah, it's just money, it really is. <laughs> I gotta get into the habit, dude. Um, but dude, feeling good, Monday morning. Um, Heck yeah. I get this won't be posted till Tuesday, but we recorded on Monday morning, and uh, pumped, pumped about what we got planned for today's episode, but before we get into it, let's give a shout out to the uh, old LW. Yeah, Larson Waste, man, they make it happen. Uh, best customer service ever created Mm -hmm. they really care about the customers whether it's the weekend the holiday you name it they take care of you heck yeah dude dude we are you know public service announcement if you're within our service area all commercial routes are still getting ran on thanksgiving and most of them on christmas there are no hustlers like trash man dude oh it's ridiculous i don't think people recognize how much they do but uh, shout out to them. Thank you, Larson Ways, for making this possible. Always call Larson Ways for any of your trash needs. Or if something's just got to get handled, give us a call. Yep. We'll figure it out for you. Whatever it is. That's right. You need a lawyer? All right, whatever. We'll figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> All right, dude. So uh, you ready to dive into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, dude. Well, I've got a, uh, a short rant, but uh, I could go on for days and days. About this topic, but this morning I was on the phone with my dad and we're just talking 2019, truck needs, that type of thing. And uh, as we were going about it, we were like, yeah, we need all these trucks and this with the expansion that's going to happen. We need these trucks just to maintain what we've got and we're getting much more just for the expansion that's going to happen, not to mention dumpsters, a yard, everything else that's going to come along with it. And one thing he said, and I do this all the time, so it isn't to rag on him. It's everyone does it and it's just catching it and then turning it. He's like, yeah, we're going to have to run really lean this year to make this like we'll do this and we're gonna have to run really lean this year and i was like whoa let's not assign that meaning to it like it doesn't have to be that way we're willing to do that if we find ourselves in this that situation but let's not assign that meaning to it we know we've got to get these trucks we know we're going to do that to expand let's not assign the meaning of we're not going to have enough money to do it let's just do it yeah and be willing to do whatever it takes to do what we're committed to. And that may mean we have to run things really lean, but let's not decide that before we're in that situation because that's not useful. Yeah. And so we can create a different outcome of that if we want. But uh, like I said, that's not to rag on my dad because he has had that thought. I have it all the time. It was just an example that just happened. I'm like, I think that's worthwhile sharing because whenever you find yourself doing that of like, this is the way it is, hold up. Like it doesn't have to be. You start limiting yourself. You start creating a false environment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it creates your reality where Mm -hmm. you can be like, hold up. Like, no, I don't want it that way. So it doesn't have to be so. Dude, that, that's my rant for today. Dude, I love it, dude. That's really positive. It gets everyone going this morning. So I have a very, very hot topic for my rant that every male that is married is can totally Uh-oh. vouch for. Here we go. <laughs> Spending the holidays with the in-laws. Gosh, man, this has been a firing topic recently <laughs> coming off the weekend. 
This Thanksgiving, I have the wonderful opportunity and privilege to drive all the way up to Idaho for 14 hours to spend a couple days with my in-laws. And I could go on and on about the pros of just staying home. The money we would (laughs) save, the more time we would get to spend together, the more presents I could buy her for Christmas, just all sorts of stuff. But without fail, the wife always wins. No, no, no. But... I guess what I'm kind of starting to learn from this is, uh, which can be applied to business is, uh, sometimes you got to do things even though you don't want to do them. Um, whether that's good or bad or whether it's hard. Um, sometimes you just got to push through things, um, for coworkers, employees, your wife to make other people happy. Um, it's just one of those things in life that I think helps build character. It helps build who you are to show passion, patience, love, support. Um, even though you may not agree with something, something positive will come out of it in the end. And I'll let you know what comes out of it in the end because I do not have a good relationship with my in-laws and I'm dreading it like a plague. But surprisingly enough, my wife was like, yo, where do you want to stay? And I was like, let's just stay at your parents' house. Like, It's going to be absolute hell for me, but like, I know it's going to mean the world for them. Well, let's, let's, let, let's break this down, dude. Yeah, like, go for it. Like, what, what is your intention around anybody of, like, making this happen? Like, what's your intention with it? And my intention of, like, why am I going or mm-hmm. why am I? Yeah. Honestly, because I want to be a good husband and I want to show my wife that I love her and care for her because, I mean, she's super supportive of so, my family. So if I'm hearing you right, you want your wife to have a positive, like, fun good experience this thanksgiving exactly and this is the form it's taking of you ending up in idaho yeah and and that's exactly and it's weird and kind of funny as it might sound is my wife's actually not even that thrilled to go see her family it's just she wants to go see her friends and because all her friends are like pregnant and having babies and she's yeah. like i don't get to see them i'm like yeah okay <laughs> and so that's i think the hardest part for me too and now that we're digging into the truth is is the fact that we have to go to idaho to spend time with her family with quotations right that one really it's like yo i just want to go hang out with my girlfriends like great i'll send you down there on a plane and you can do that for a whole week instead of <laughs> well that, that's what would be good to like work yeah. out through too because your experience could be completely different like oh, if yeah. you're like if your intention is to hang out with your friends and i want to like let you have a good time in idaho like let me know what i need to do to give you that experience mm-hmm. because it could be a lot less miserable for you oh, and dude. it's like hey we don't need to hang out here all day that's not what you came to do and don't worry about like if that's truly your intention don't worry about like all the preconceived notions like oh you gotta spend as much time as you can with your family if she doesn't want to you know it's like yeah. hey go hang out with your friends and maybe you have an awesome time because you get to go hang out with your old buddies there or me and you have a dope meeting with kyle or something we need to we need to hit him up oh that. yeah absolutely um, or or whatever and it could completely change like everything and then when you're doing things that are like sucky it's like hey here's my intention so i think they become a lot less sucky if you know if staying in your in-laws for whatever reason is like oh this is kind of rough and you're just like but my intention is that she has a good time I think it makes it a lot easier. At least that's yeah. been my experience around those type of things. Dude, my rant just turned into probably the most helpful thing during the holiday season. I had a problem <laughs> and issue. Garrett came in with a solution and a totally different mindset. And look, now I'm super hyped to go to Idaho because I get to see Kyle. I get to hang out with Garrett. We get to have some bro time doing whatever the hell we want. And my wife gets to do her own thing. Happy wife, happy life. I don't really agree <laughs> with that, but like, cool. Well, that, that just sounded good at the time. But uh, that, that's cool, man. That's kind of my... My rant so well, uh, yeah dude i'm excited for you 
Yeah, like it'll be cool. Putting it into practice, man. Yeah, I need to go home and do that. Make sure I lay out like, yo, what are your real intentions? And I'll let you, yeah, I'll report. What do you want you, out of yeah, this, Yeah, I'll report to you guys <laughs> and see what she says and see if we can come to a happy meeting. And maybe Idaho will be a cool vacation instead of like a torture. I think I have to stay at my in-laws the whole yeah. time. Dude, I think it relates perfectly to my rant. Oh, it was actually so. on point. That was a very unplanned, people. Great minds think like. <laughs> we, don't, we don't plan too much. Yeah. If you guys haven't noticed on this podcast, but hopefully we'll, we're still bringing value. Oh, hell yeah. And speaking of value, talk about Larson Waste, man. The value they bring to their customers. Quick commercial read for you guys. Seriously, we love what we do at Larson Waste. We love serving our customers. So just another read before we dive into the main topic of this podcast. Thank you, Larson Waste, for making this happen. Yep. So Couldn't agree more. Dude, so how about you introduce the topic? Okay. So today we're talking about... Man's best friend, second best friend, I guess you could say, because everyone likes to say that dog's the best friend, but I think me and Garrett, I like to think that lifting weights is man's best friend. Dude, I totally agree. <laughs> I love my dogs, so definitely number two to that. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to talk about pumping iron and uh, what, how me and Garrett both kind of got into pumping iron and uh, the outcomes it's had or the influence it's had in our lives and uh, why we do it every day and why it pushes us and how it actually helps our business. Yeah, dude. So, so let's, let's start with you, man. When did you start lifting? Why did you get into it? Like... Give, give me the episode one of Dallas lifting. So I think like most, I don't know, maybe for me, this how it happened. I have my dad. He's a big, big, strong guy. He was always super into lifting. He uh, did uh, competition, like heavy lifting in college. And so he always could throw around a lot of weight. And then uh, I think around the age of like 10, and this is also like that awkward stage when you're going through puberty, I started to notice I was getting like fat. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, dad, help me, you know? And he's like, well, you got to work out, son, or else you're going to be a pussy your whole life, you know, going on. Is that what Rick said? No, I don't think you're, that's the way I heard it. You know, my listenings were like, oh, my God, I don't want to be a fat pussy for the rest of my life. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of where it started. I mean, my dad would like religiously come home from work every day and work out in the garage. And so I just think I wanted to spend garage time with my dad. Gyms, yeah. Dude. And so, you know, he'd always be banging out some weighted dips and pull-ups and I'd like try to do it, but obviously I was fat and weak, so I couldn't even like hold myself up. And, and then we rolled into like junior high age and then I kind of started to do it, but I don't think I really started lifting weights um, seriously until high school football. Nice. So what about you? Dude, so somewhat similar. Um, I, actually, I should take that back. What made me lift weights was you, bro. Your basement. <laughs> Come on. Dude, Here we go. The basement is legendary, yeah. dude. That's that's the saddest part. Um, little context, because obviously you guys don't know our whole life. Um, I'm living right now in the house that we grew up in. That's getting sold. I'm out of it uh, December 7th. That's why I've been so bonkers crazy, and we missed Friday. I'm getting into a house that's got to be completely remodeled. We only had three weeks to do it, blah, blah, blah. Talk about learning experience. Yeah. Anyway, this basement... We've always had some sort of lifting equipment down there. And, dude, we called it BBB, bodybuilding in the basement, dude. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been a special place. It's going to be sad that that's, you know, no longer in the family, but that's how things go. Change is the only constant. So, uh, anyway, so I, I did, like, it really did start down there for me. Um, you know, my whole life, my dad was really good at getting us into activities with him. Like, you'd do Taekwondo with us or, or different things like that. 
like that. You did taekwondo. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Taekwondo, as they would say in Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> taekwondo. Oh yeah, dude. Kicking boards, you know. <laughs> I think I made it up to a yellow belt. That was pretty sweet. That was right after a white belt. <laughs> dude, you, you should totally wear that to work one day. Yeah, uh, yeah they wear the. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. Like I've really wanted to get into Brazilian jiu-jitsu as an adult and all that stuff, but. Uh, just haven't created that. I need to, but that's a total side rate. Uh, Sorry, I'm just pulling you off your high <laughs> No, horse. dude, I'm loving it, dude. But uh, the first like thing I can remember, I had an Uncle Bright, and you know my Uncle Bright. Oh, just shit. Total that's exactly what Shout it was, Shout out to dude. Uncle Bright, dude. He was, I think he was living at my grandma's because him and my dad, big, big age difference. So he was age appropriate living there. Um, walked around the corner shirtless and bounced his pecs at me, dude. He was like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> I was probably, I don't know, somewhere between eight and 10. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's the coolest thing I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. (laughs) And dude, we had a peck deck in my basement. Yep. You know, like, yeah, dude, the 80s freaking peck deck. Dude, I hopped on that puppy every day. I probably did like 400 reps a day, dude. And no joke, I was this like eight or 10 year old that could walk around freaking bounce pecs. Dude, I can vouch, everyone that's listening, I can vouch for this. I remember the day vividly of Garrett coming to school and like, bro, you are not going to believe what I discovered. I'm like, what? He's like, my uncle Brett can bounce his tits. I'm like, (laughs) shut up. Like, yeah. So every day in school, me and Garrett would sit at our desks and fold our arm and try as hard as we could to make our tits bounce. And so then after school, we would go and do push-up, peck decks, get super shredded. Like, bro, bro, can you see this? I think I moved it. I think, and that, that was honestly it. Now, like, that was what started it, dude. Yeah, dude. And then, uh, like, I could do that. I got I got written up one time in school for sexual harassment because I was just <laughs> bouncing my pecs like crazy to some Yo, chick. Hey, chick, check yeah. this out. You dig this? I was this? like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. And the teacher's like, stop that. I'm like, stop what? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I just kept bouncing them. And yeah, she she ripped me up. She's like, yeah, you're you're out of here, buddy. You're sexual harassment. Yeah. That, that was the start of my Me Too movement. Sheesh, dude. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there was like that. That little stint, but really where it got serious, um, I was in uh, seventh grade. My parents did something really cool for me. Um, I had two older brothers. They were getting in sports. We had a family friend that was a you know big-time trainer down in Queen Creek, trained a lot of college and pro athletes, and took us on. So we would go down there in the weekend. We'd work out with him. He'd give us a workout and our meal plan for the week, and that's when it became like my life, like I couldn't imagine going a day without it. And it was really cool because my dad took it on at the same time. And he, if you've heard the um, podcast we had before, he spent time running five businesses at once at one time. Like he was trucking, basically survived on Coke and sunflower seeds. So he was what I'd describe as skinny fat. Well, at this point in his life, he, he took it on, started lifting with us. And within like a year, like people were like, your dad is so jacked. And like now... Like, if you ever get a chance to meet Nolan, you'll be like, this is one yoked out 52-year-old. Oh, dude, he has, like, he the nicest abs. The ground, yeah, dude. Like, I keep ridiculous. wondering, I'm like, when does the eight-pack come in? Do I have to hit, like, age 45? Is yeah, that when, that's when, what I'm trying to figure out, dude. In? But anyway, that's where it, like, really, really started for me. And uh, I'd lift twice a day. Loved it. 
couldn't get enough of it. There was so much I didn't understand at that time. Wish I could go back in time and start doing Who's Calling Me um, <laughs> every do. But uh, yeah, it started meaning a lot to me at that time. So that's where I wanted to like pose a question to you next. Like now in life, in business, what is what is lifting? Uh, what What's it mean to you? Like what is it to you? Is it something you have to do? Like what what is it? Oh man, that's a good question as far as like, I never thought of it as it is something I have to do. Um, but like now that you say it like that, it is something that I have to do because I've always thought to myself, if I want to be the best I can be at work, I need to be mentally sharp and mentally strong. And for me, the best way to become mentally sharp and strong and like fit and prepared for the day is by hitting the gym, whether that's first thing in the morning or after work or any chance I can get. If I don't go to the gym that day, I actually feel like a a piece of crap because it's been so ritual and routine. And so like the best times in my life have been when I'm the most physically fit Mm -hmm. all through college. When I was doing the best, I was also the most physically fit. And I feel like the same thing when I was at work, if I'm starting to feel depressed or I'm starting not to like my job, it's like, wow, what's, what's changed? Oh, I haven't been to the gym or I'm not as consistent as what I'm doing at the gym. I'm not pushing myself. So for me, yeah, it is a have to, I have to do it or else I just don't feel 100%. I don't feel like I'm me and I don't feel like I'm being the best I can be. So like that being said, do you think it's a crutch for you as well? Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, I don't know. And this has just come to, to, to mind right now. Like I know Gary V's like, Hey, you know, your insecurities don't try to fill them with like cars or houses. Like if you like those, buy them great, but don't do it to try to cover insecurities in a way can the gym turn into that where it's like you're insecure if you're not looking really good and this, that, and the other, and it it could possibly be like you're covering your insecurities with the gym? Um, Yeah, I could totally see that. I mean... In a way, yes and no, because now that I'm married, I'm not like, yo, I got to have an eight pack. Yeah. But at the same time, I think there's a little bit of man pride that goes in like, yo, I don't want to be like a total slob for my wife and I want to take care of myself. But that's also like a personal goal I've had since, you know, like that age we were talking about when I was 10. I was like, dude, I don't want to, because after seeing our dads, you know, both of our dads are super fit and they've always been fit. Everyone's always been like, dude, your dad has big arms or he's so fit. And I'm like, that's what I've always wanted. So I don't know if it's an insecurity or more of a just like... I don't see myself being the dad I want to be if I'm not fit. Yeah. So that might be an insecurity. I don't know. I've never thought of it like that. Well, and I couldn't agree more. I just had a, had a, uh, a friend tell me that one time and I was just like, dude, what are you talking about? Which I've seen it play out. There are people that are doing that, but he was like, the gym is for people that are like, insecure with themselves oh no if you say like like, heck no dude i I don't have a perfect body by any means but like no hell no that's not what i go to i go to gym i I would be strong as shit i didn't think that either but like that's that's the question that was posed yeah and something you said there is like man like i think like there's a lot to that for me especially as everything's moving like and like i said change is the only constant But I think the more and more value can get placed on men that can do certain things, like if like like provide protecting your family, providing shelter, and providing food. Like in any situation, I want to be able to do that for my family, whether it's the apocalypse or whether it's in business, whatever it is. And I find the gym being kind of like that. And I'm really really into like my ancestry, mm-hmm. and and like. Uh, I come from uh, 
like my Larson side obviously is um, Nordic and and as far as we've gone back kind of hells from that region like the Vikings type region yeah which and most I've, badass people ever yeah I've always been into and so it's like I have to create this fake work to even hold a candlestick of how my ancestors used to like function and be and so for me like that's a huge thing around it is like who am I like I get we don't live in a world that's like kill or be killed or this that and the other at times like most time it's not but I think there's a lot of value in like being able to still hold a candlestick to your ancestors like i get i go make fake work to do it but uh because that's really what the gym is is like fake work yeah they used to not have to sure but we spend a lot of time in this office we go get our hands dirty and stuff but it's not like it used to be it's not a sun up to sundown working manual labor you know tail on the ground that type of stuff so i think there's a lot of value in it yeah because i've always been like i don't want to be able not to do something for example i don't want to be like hey honey you know my wife asked if i can move something i can't lift it or you know go to my grandpa's house and not be able to move a tree or a log or you know, whatever it might be because i just i want to be able to to do what it needs to be done without yeah. hurting myself or being able to get the job done the best manner well and i think when you've got a lot of goals and stuff going on in your life like you're not going to function the best energy wise mental focus wise anything else if you're like if your body's not as be- as good as it can be so i think that's somewhere where there's a big distinction too of like being healthy and being fit and then destroying your body to look a certain way yes because there's a lot of people that are out there destroying their body that look great but like it's a ticking time bomb of chemicals Mm -hmm. that is not healthy so which you know if that's what works for you you know kudos whatever but i'm just saying like i think there's a distinction there of like hey i want to be healthy to show up in these areas of my life and i enjoy this and side note it you look good or you you know feel good is kind of the purpose and then there's also the type that it's like doesn't matter what it takes to get it i'll destroy my body as long as i look this certain way and if i might add there's two different types of fit in my opinion there's man fit and there's gym fit and like let me tell you my dad my grandpa those dudes are man fit i and i work out religiously as well but let me those guys can swing an axe like no one's business and i'm like son of a bitch i'll be doing like three hacks and i'm like i am wiped like my lats have never felt this before and uh, and then ever since that kind of happened to me i'm like man i want to be man fit i want to be like a lumberjack i want to be like this firefighter dude that can you know climb flights of stairs yeah it doesn't matter just a manly brute man that can just hold his own so and i'm gonna throw this out there if there's some crossfit type people like i've actually seen myself getting away from crossfit and i think it's yeah i go to the gym kyle <laughs> and i think it started off like exactly what you just described like it was like functional fitness is what mm-hmm. what it was called and it was like the men doing like manly workouts that were just like designed around that whole thing like you grab a barbell you do some bench press but that's not super functional so you grab a sledgehammer and freaking swing that and then climb the rope like i love 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 that because of exactly what you just said and dude crossfit sadly i think they lost their brand is different now and it's a lot more like hippie dippy natural like it used to be like america (laughs) like work out hard and then like yeah just 
but anyway, the goods and bads to it, whatever, just kind of a side tangent to what you just said. Yeah. But, uh, dude, I, I agree with everything you've, you've said. Like, Jim is a, it's a special thing for me, too. Lots of times it's a good release to where I can shut off the mind and just suffer in the body. And I think there's a lot of value in that and getting, getting to a good place. And that's all I got to say, dude. Is there something else you want to add? I just thought of something real quick to add. And for a lot of people out there that might be like, yo, I'm not the strongest guy in the world. I have, you know, I, I might be like the ultimate dad bod dude, but I know a lot of really successful men. Well, I'm trying to think of someone like Bill Gates, for example, that they're not like super big lifters. They're not super strong, but the fact that they go to Gary V for example. Yeah. You, you look at that guy and you're like, you probably wouldn't think he works out, but he's just a normal guy, but he works out because of the mental factor that provides him energy, the hell. strength, the competition, yep. the, you know, the, I can conquer anything. So there's a lot of people, majority of the successful people out there will push themselves in some sort of physical form because it creates such a benefit in the long run in the business and in their normal life. So for everyone out there that might be like, yo, I don't work out, working out's not for me. I strongly encourage you just to try it and challence yourself whether that is do whatever form it is yeah whatever that is whether that's walking on the treadmill for two miles or the stairmaster or yo i want to be able to bench 135 do it just that fact of pushing yourself to do something like that can make a huge change and difference in your life get to the gym yeah peace